Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. brother for that wonderful prayer. Thank you Parker for our scripture reading. Truly to God is good and he's worthy worthy to be praised. We thank almighty God. Amen. On today for each and every one of you. Join us. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are so glad to be with you on today to talk about uh, the goodness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Truly he is worthy, worthy to be praised. Well, we're going to get right into uh, our study for the day what the Lord has dropped in my spirit to talk with you on today. And I want to talk to you a little bit today about uh, our young people, generation, people in general. And uh, somebody said the word connected. That's, that's very important, connected. And, I, and you, you'll see where I'm going today when, when I'm talking about uh, to you about being connected. It's very, very important that you and I uh, uh, learn to be connected. First of all, we want to connect with God. And then we want to connect with God's people. It's very, very, very important. Uh, be careful there. Uh, okay. Uh, it's very, very important that we... Uh, learn to be connected to God and with God people. You you have your word. I'm coming, uh, well, uh, I'm going to be coming out of Matthew, the 24th chapter, but I want to give you my topic. My topic today is, uh, uh, I, I read an article, an article, and uh, the article was uh, somewhat troubling uh, to me, uh, but the Lord dropped in my spirit uh, the true meaning. He's going to give us real reason for uh, what's going on in our world today. And I want to use for a subject matter, uh, why is Gen Z leaving the church? Gen Z. Y'all, y'all, y'all heard of Gen Z, right? I, I want to talk to you about that. It's very, very important uh, that we talk about this Gen, Gen Z and the millennium. And the article said, it goes like this. He said, why is Gen Z leaving the church? Uh, the children, they're called the Generation Z. You know, they, they got names from them now. So the young people that are a Generation of Z, they're saying, why are they leaving the church? Not only Gen Z, but the millenniums. And so it said, uh, the report went on to say this right here. It said, why is Gen Z leaving the church? And this is the reason why they're saying that the Gen Z are leaving the church. Okay. Uh, point number one, they said, uh, 73% said of the Gen Z, Gen Z children, they said they, they, they left the church because of uh, 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 the church. They left because of the church or because of the pastor of the church. And, and I won't just take my time and just, just elaborate on each one of these uh, uh, different reasons why they said that they, they left the church. So 73% of Gen Z said they left because of the church. Uh, and, and because uh, some said, well, because of the pastor of the church. And what they're saying is uh, they weren't 73% of Gen Z's children didn't like the church at all. And so, therefore, they, they left the church. 
you know, we brought them to church, uh, to, to church when they were little. We drug them, drug them on in here while they were little, following us, hand, just bring them on in. But when they got big enough to leave, they left. See, and, 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 and that's a shame. But we have to pray for our young people. But 73%, they left the church because they just didn't like the church. This, this is their excuse, is what they said. And 73% of them said, well, they left because of the pastor. Maybe they didn't left. They didn't like what the pastor said. This was the reason why they left. They didn't like what maybe the pastor said or the pastor got behind them about something. But, it, but this is one of the reasons that 73% of the Gen Z said they left because of the church and because of the pastor of the church. Now, point number two, they said, now 72% of the Gen Z people, uh, children, said they left the church because of the church members. And there's something to think about. 32% said that they left because of the members that they seemed judgmental and hypocritical. So this is the excuse that the Gen Z had. They said, they, I, I left the church because the church seemed to be uh, uh, judgmental. You see, this is a generation. They don't want you to uh, 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 say anything about what they might be doing. See, if you say anything about what they might be doing, you judging me. Can y'all say amen? You see where I'm going at the moment here. Uh, you judge me. So, so 32% said they left because of the church members. They were judgmental. And, uh, and, and, and they were hypocritical. Well, let me say something about judgmental. We, there's no, no room for being judgmental in the body of Christ. I try not to be a judgmental person. Somebody said, don't judge me. Say that. Don't judge me. I, I'm not going to judge you. And you're not going to judge me. But see, we all have one judge, and that is God Almighty, right? He judges us all. Now, if I tell you what the Lord said, I'm really not judging you. I'm just telling you what God said. But they feel like you're judging me. I'm not judging you. Who am I? I'm, I'm just human like you are. And so they feel like if you talk about what they're doing, you're judging me. Don't judge me. Thanks, I'm not going to judge you. God is the judge of us all. But I have to say what God said. Am I right? So 32% of the Gen Z said that they left the church because of the church members seeing judgmental. And, of course, they said that they felt like the church member was somewhat hypocritical. Now, just a word on that right there. They, they, they left because they felt like uh, 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 the church was somewhat uh, uh, hypocritical. In other words, they, they told me things to do, and they were doing it themselves. I, I can understand you having a problem with that. We all should have a problem with that, right? Amen, somebody? You, you don't want anybody telling you to do something, and, and they're doing it too. Amen. And so that is hypocritical. And so 32% of the Gen Z said they left because they found that many of the church members were hypocritical. They tell you don't do a thing and they're doing it themselves. We all have seen it. But listen, there is no reason to leave the church because of somebody ain't doing what they're supposed to do. I never leave God because of what I see somebody else doing. Amen, somebody? Amen. I, 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 uh, hypocritical. I, I remember a story of a pastor uh, 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 that was in South Memphis at one time. He'd gone and be with the Lord, and, and, and the Lord blessed me. I, I pastored that church, uh, system pastor at that church for three and a half years, I believe. And we moved on. 
from there. But anyway, I remember the pastor uh, 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 talking to one of his church mentors. We're talking about hypocritical. Uh, they and judgmental. They accused the pastor there at that church, this bishop. They accused him of doing something. I think uh, taking or stealing some of the money or misusing some of the funds or, uh, or something of that nature, they, they accused him of. And so some of the members, they, 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 they moved on and they left. They said, well, he's taking the money. And one of his good faithful members, I know her name, I know her real well. We all was in church together at one time. I won't call her name. But anyway, uh, she, she, she heard about what they accused the pastor of doing. And that particular Sunday, she came to church and she had her Sunday school book. And she, after service, she went up to the pastor, and she turned her Sunday school book in. She said, I'm, I'm turning my Sunday school book in. And the pastor looked at her and said, well, why are you turning your Sunday school book in? She said, well, because I, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of rumor going on about, you know, about you, and, and people said you did this, and you did this, and, and did that. And uh, he looked at her. He said, am I your pastor? She said, yes. She said, do you believe in me? Yes, I do. Do you believe that I did what they said I did? She said, no, I don't believe it. He said, here, take your son's school book back. You keep it. See, judgmental. People, don't, don't, don't be judgmental. But people will say a whole lot of things. Don't believe what people say. Find out for yourself. I don't go by what people say about you, Brother Obi. I've been around you long enough. I know for myself. Amen, somebody. Don't take what the other folks said because folk will paint you all kind of way. They will paint you red. They will paint you blue. They will paint you all kind of colors. Find out for yourself. And so don't leave the church because of what other people say. Whether they judgmental or whether they hypocritical. Find out for yourself. Don't leave God's house because of somebody else. 32% they left because they said it was judgmental or they found out the people that were hypocritical. Now, now I, I thank God for this sister was, was, was woman enough to say, well, I don't believe what they said. Well, you, why you, you don't have to turn your son to school book in. Keep your book. And he said, keep your book and I'll see you next Sunday. And she came back next Sunday. And that's why I want to say to all the people, don't, don't listen to what folks say because folk will make up all kinds of stories on you. Amen, somebody? Because they don't like you. And then point number three goes on to say, why is Gen Z leaving the church? Point three says, 29% said they did not feel connected to those that attended the church. This is very, very important. 29% that is, said they left the church because they didn't feel connected with the one that attended. Now, this is very important that you learn to connect with your brothers and sisters next door to you. This is very important that, 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 that I learn to connect with Brother Obi, that, that, that Obi learn to connect with Troy, that I learn to connect with sister and, and one another. You owe it to yourself to connect with folk. Amen. And you owe it to yourself to connect with God. But you shouldn't leave the church because you can't connect. I think a lot of that is your fault. Amen, somebody? It's a lot of that is the fault of that individual person that they are not reaching out. Because you can reach out to folk, but y'all, they got to reach back. Can you say amen, somebody? This thing works two ways, right? 
it worked too. It's a two-edged sword. And so 29% said they left because they didn't feel or they couldn't connect. Why is it that people can't connect with other folk? There's something wrong. Something wrong right there when people can't connect with others. I, if you can't connect with me, I, I try to be a loving person. I try to be a person that I, I'll reach out. If you reach out, I guarantee I'll reach back. Are y'all listening to me? And, and I believe all God's people should be that way. If somebody reaches out to you, you should reach back to them. Amen, somebody? I, 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 I heard my, my, my supervisor called me one day when I was all when I had my surgery. When I, I was off uh, uh, some months, and he called me and told me, asked how I was doing. And he said, well, I was just checking on you, Thomas, and uh, some people from the HR department, they gonna, I, I talked to them about you, and uh, they're going to get your money started. And, and he told me the HR lady name. He said, she's going she gonna to reach out to you. Amen? She's going to reach out to you. And I said, yeah. When she reach out, I'm going to reach back. Because I need them to start that checkup. Amen, somebody? I need them to send me the money. And so reach out. And so what we got to learn when people are reaching out to you, you got to reach back. Amen? And so the people that feel that they, 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 are, they can't connect to the people that attend to it, people are reaching out, but they're not reaching out. They're not reaching back. They're sitting there. You reach out. How you doing today? They don't want to have talk. How you feel? How your week went? How's everything going with you? And people be reaching out and reaching out, but folk won't reach back. It's not the church fault. It's not your fault. If they don't feel connected, you got to reach back. Now, when my supervisor told me that, that HR was going to reach out to me, I could, I could sit at home all I want and not answer that phone. That phone can ring and ring and ring. And, but if I don't reach out, guess what? She can't get in touch with me. And guess what? It'll be longer. It prolong the time for them to get my uh, workman comp started. Amen. So you got to reach out, reach back to people that are reaching to you. Am I making sense, somebody? Why Gen Z are leaving the church? They make us used to saying they couldn't connect. You can connect. All you got to do, be, you know, the word of the Lord said this right there. He that has friends must show himself friendly. Y'all, am I right? Am I, am I making sense? Show yourself friend. He that has friends. You have friend because you've shown yourself to be a friendly person. Right. Amen, somebody. Amen. Now, now, I, I, I thank God for my, my, my friend, Brother Boyd. He lived right across the street from me. And we, we've been living on that street. He was there before we got there. And uh, there are folk all up and down that street, all up and down, down, from Covenant Pike all the way to the other end where the school is. Don't you know, uh, I know just about every one of them because I've seen them go in and out the house. I've seen them. But all of them reach out to me. All of them didn't reach out to me. From time to time, they see me and bro standing up. We have our meeting at the mailbox. We leaning on the mailbox. How everything go to dead work? Everything went fine. We be talking. And the other fella, he putting out a driveway, driving on down the street. We wave at him and we talking. So uh, they didn't reach out. You know, all, all, all they get from me and all I get from them is a wave and going on down the street. They don't know me like that. They, they're not reaching out like that. If you don't, if folk reaching out to you, if you don't reach back, you, 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 might, you might lose a, a friend, one of the greatest friends that you could ever have, you could ever want, if you don't reach back. And so 29% said, or the Gen, or the Gen Z said, they left the church because they could not connect. And a lot of them, they don't want to connect. I be wondering why. Why they won't talk to nobody. Why they won't uh, 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 try to befriend the other children at the church. 
Why they don't want to, uh, uh, you know, just mingle with everybody? Some of them, they, 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 they don't want to connect. They just don't want to connect. And they don't want, when you don't want to connect, it, it, it's going to show up like you don't want to connect. You're going it gonna, to it gonna be up. You're going to look like you don't want to be here. You're going to feel like you don't want to be here. And guess what? You, you really don't want to be here. Cause, yeah, and I understand why you can't connect. But that's your, that's your excuse. Yeah, I can't connect with old people. You can connect. Uh, all you got to do is just reach out. God's people are some of the most loving and friendly people and kind people that, that, that ever walked the earth because we have the love of God in our heart. So 29% said they left because they couldn't connect. Now, point number four, 70% of the Gen Z said they left the church because of ethical or moral or political reason made them drop out. Let's take a look at that. 70% said they left the church because ethical. Now, ethical, ethical is uh, ethical and morals, meaning uh, your stands on right and wrong. Well, of course, my stands on right and wrong is what the Lord said. So when we look at ethical, a good example, I looked up the word ethical. I said, what in the world does ethical mean? Well, ethical, they gave me an example like this. It's, it's, just, it's just unethical. It's unethical, Jackie. As well as I know you and well as I like you, it's just unethical for me. You taking a test, you doing you got this exam to do. It's unethical for me to slip you the answers to the test. That's right. See, that's unethical. That's just wrong. And so some some of the people they leave the church because of unethical reason, because you believe in some some right and some wrong. There's no reason to leave the church because you have you have uh, ethical standards and you have more standards. Uh, 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 ethical and morals, they run neck to neck. They related to one another. You know, what you call synonym, anonym. They, you can, they, you interchangeable. What you believe right and wrong. And cause the thing that we believe that are right and wrong are the thing that God said in his word. If God see the, the, the Gen Z people don't want no, they don't want you to tell them what's right. They don't want you to tell them what's wrong. They don't, don't tell me anything. They just don't want to hear. They got their own right and wrong. But the church is the place that we're going to come and learn what's right. And the church is a place we're going to come and we're going to learn what is wrong. And so if you have a problem with ethical and morals, you just got a problem with God. But 70% of people today just don't believe in ethicals and morals anymore. And then the last point, they said uh, political. Now, political, uh, said many, because of political reasons, a lot of them, they dropped out and stopped going. I try my best not to be uh, political at church. In other words, I try my best not to talk politics, talk about Mr. Biden, talk about Mr. Trump, talk about Mr. whoever, uh, Kamala, whoever it is. I try my best not to talk about them rascals because I've told you all of my views, they all is corrupt. That's my feeling toward all of them. They're all corrupt. And, uh, and, 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 and I try not to get into that. Well, I'm going to vote for Biden. Our wife and I, we were out yesterday when we had breakfast. And they were talking on, this talk show was on the radio, and they were talking about political stuff and, I, and, and uh, about this one and that one and what people believe in and uh, who they're going to vote for. And on the way home, I told Sister Johnson, we went to this uh, uh, place and we had breakfast, this uh, pancake shop. And, uh, and I tell you, you know who I'm going to vote for? I vote for the pancake shop. <laughs> 
That's who I'm going to vote. Don't ask me, am I going to vote for Biden? Am I going to vote for Trump? Am I going to vote for Kamala? I vote for the pancake shop, y'all. We had a good time yesterday. Them pancakes were so good. I wish I could have took some of y'all with us. That's who I'm voting for, the pancake shop. And so uh, the, the church, really, we have to be very, very careful and not to be political. But 7% of Gen Z said they dropped out because of ethical and morals and political reasons and standards. Amen? Amen. Now, 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 uh, uh, I want to go further. Now, now, who are these Gen Z people? Let me just break it down. I, I want to know a little bit more about these Gen Z people, children. Is that the Gen Z people, uh, they age between 11 to 26. If you in the range of 11 years old and 26 years old, you fall into the generation, what they call Gen Z. That's you. You Gen Z people. And they said the Gen Z people, they were born from 1997 to 2012. That's the Gen Z. You might have some children. You may have some relatives and some niece. They fall right in that category. They are Gen Z people. And, and, and that's where they are, that category. 1997 to 2012, Gen Z. 11 years old to 26. So, Parker, that will fit you pretty well. You fall right into the category of Gen Z. That's where you are, the Gen Z people. But I'm going to show you the difference between the Gen Z people and the millennium. Now, the millennium children. The millennium children, they, they were born uh, uh, in the era of 1981, eight, 1981 to 1996. So that would be the uh, 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 millennium. So my granddaughter and many of you, even I think, uh, I don't know, Melvin, you, 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 you skipped that era. You and Troy, y'all not in it, right? Okay, so for, from 1981, uh, when was, were you born, 82? Yeah, you, you millennium. Okay, 1981 to 1996, that will put you, uh, you in a millennium, the millennium age. And so here's the thing about the millennium. I'm going to tell you something when I looked them up. Now, the difference between the millennium and the Gen Z. They said that the millennium kids, the millennium kids, they want what they want. They want it right now. You know, get the money. They want the money now. The wealth, the house, the car, whatever it is, they want it now. They don't, they don't want to wait. The millennium want it now. But they said the Gen Z children, they will, what they would do, uh, they, 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 they are better at accepting delayed gratification than millennium. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, the Gen Z, that would be Parker and, and those that are in that area, they, they are better at delaying gratification. In other words, they'll wait on their blessing. Uh, 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 you, you promise Parker something. Okay, I'll wait on it. You, you said next month, Granddad? You said next month, uh, 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 June, July? Okay. He, he, he okay with waiting on it. And June, July come, he ready for it. But the, but, but the millennium, oh, man, they, 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 they want to shine right now. They want to shine now. And so here, this, this, I want you to understand these gen, Generation Z children and the millennium children, they are different. So some, they want it now, and some, they'll delay uh, gratification, amen, uh, for not that they don't want it, but they're willing to wait. If you said two months, they'll wait. But the millennium, 
they, 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 a lot of them, yeah, be careful. Not all of them now. This don't fit everybody. Some of them, those that are saved are different. But the millennium, oh, man, that's why a lot of our millennium children in trouble. They're they out here in the streets, gang banging, robbing and stealing. They want to get rich quick. They want a lot of money. They want it overnight. You, you look at somebody, they, they work hard, and the Lord has blessed them down through the years to accumulate things. They got a nice home, a nice car, everything paid for, a little bit of money in the bank. But that down through the years, they work, and the Lord blessed them to accomplish it. But the millennium, this is why they're killing it. They, they want it now. They don't want to work. They don't want to, they don't want down the road. No, man, they want it. They want it now. You hear them saying something? I want it and I want it now. Amen. And so the Lord has something to say about that. Now, this is what the millennials are. Now, then I ask myself, of course, I said, Lord, now what is the real reason people are leaving and not attending church? What is the real reason that people are leaving and not attending church? Listen to what the, what the word of our Lord and Savior says about it. Now, what Gen Z said and what the millennium said, they, they make excuses in the blame. They blame the church. They blame the pastor. They blame the members. They blame they can't connect with the folks at church. They blame the, 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 their beliefs at the church and what they believe in all that has a lot to do with why I don't want to have nothing to do with church but what is the real reason Lord that people don't want to attend church let's see what the Lord said Matthew the 24th chapter I thought y'all might want to know the real reason why they don't want to learn church Matthew the 24th chapter verse number 3 the Lord said and he sat upon the Mount of Olive the disciples came unto him privately saying tell us when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. This is very important. For many shall come in my name and say, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. See, this is the real reason why they're not attending church and not wanting to attend church, because they are deceived. You got to be careful. They'll come in my name and they'll and say, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And verse 6 says, And you shall hear roars and rumors of war. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Verse 7, for nations shall rise against nations, and kingdoms shall rise against kingdoms, and there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes, and divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. It's not over, it's just the beginning. Verse 9 said, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. And shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And verse ten said, "For then shall many be offended." We're living in we're living in a generation time now where everybody just so offended. They walk around with, with just chips on the shoulder. I don't know what's wrong with folk. Everybody got a chip on the chip on the shoulder. Knock it off. I dare you to knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Everybody got a chip on the shoulder. Get the chip off your shoulder. Amen. Just waiting for a fight. And many shall be offended and shall betray one another and hate one another. And verse 11 says, and many false prophets shall rise 
and shall deceive many. This is why they are leaving the church and not wanting to attend church because a false prophet that has arise, have arose, and shall deceive many. And verse 12 says, and because iniquity, check this out, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So what the Lord is saying, the real reason Gen Z generation and any other great age group are leaving and not wanting to attend church it because the Lord said uh, and because iniquity shall abound it's going to become so great sin is so plentiful it's going to increase immorality and shamelessness and rebelliousness against God it's going to everything is just intensified it just, it's so plentiful it's out there and this is the real reason why people are leaving the world is getting worse each and every day as it go by. Things are getting worse and worse as it was in the days of Noah. But he said, uh, the love of men shall wax cold. Why people so cold when it come to God? Why people so cold when it come to the church? Because sin is so plentiful. And, and, and it looks so good and, and it's pleasant to the eye. And, and, a, and the false prophets are deceiving people. You don't have to go to church. You can stay at home and be saved. They, they teaching all kinds of crazy stuff. You ain't got to go to church and be saved. You can stay at home and read your Bible and be saved. That's far from the truth. You need a preacher. You need a preacher. You, he ain't in your home. You can't. Well, you can just watch. One man said, I just watch church on TV. You can't watch church on TV and be saved. When you get sick and you need prayer, how the TV preacher going to come pray for you? He on TV. The devil just fooling everybody. We have to come to the church and assemble. Am I making sense to anybody? So why people are leaving? Because the devil is giving them all kinds of reason and explanation to, to, to not attend church. The devil want to keep us apart as much as he can. Amen, somebody? He said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But verse 13 said, but he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. I don't know about y'all, but I'm holding on. I'm going to hold on to the end because that's the one that's going to be saved. Now, the real reason why they're not attending, there it is because their love for God is waxing cold. People don't love God like they used to no more. People don't love people no more like folk used to help folk back in the days. Folks just don't want to help nobody. They don't want to have, have nothing to do with nobody. Everybody all about themselves. This is a real reason we're living and, and dealing with very, very selfish people in this day and time. Let's move on just a little bit further. Uh, look at the word of the Lord in our Saint uh, uh, Timothy, the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy, the third chapter. I'm, I'm trying to explore and show you in the word why People are leaving God. It's not because uh, they can't connect in the church. They don't want to connect in the church. They don't want to be friends to nobody in the church. They, they don't want this. This is the reason why they can't connect. And it's not because of the preacher. Uh, it may be in some cases the pastor might be uh, kind of whatever. In, in, in some instances, I'm not saying there aren't any bad ones out there. They are, but there's no reason to leave God. If, if he that messed up, go somewhere where, they, where he's not messed up. Amen, somebody? But don't not go to church. Amen. Don't not serve the Lord. Right. Just find you somebody that believe in this Bible. 
Now, look at what the word of the Lord said in 2 Timothy 3. The real reason, Lord, they, they said, said uh, the preacher, the members, oh, oh, Lord, is the ethical reason I just believe in this and I just, just I, I just can't attend church. But the real reason, Peter talks about it, not Peter, but Brother Timmy talked about it in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 1. He said, this know also that in the last days, we're living in the last days, that perilous time shall come. We're here right now. Y'all see, he said, pearliest time. Somebody said, pearliest time. time. That means dangerous. Don't you know it's bad out there, y'all? It is so bad out there. You go to the street. Everywhere you go, you hear this and you hear that. You go to the gas station. They want to take your car while you, you're just trying to fill your car with gas. Or you can go to work. They want your car. You go to the store. We're living in dangerous time now. Right. It is dangerous out there. You have to be careful everywhere you go. You have to look over your shoulder. Don't just walk straight. Yeah. I, when I left Sam Club yesterday, I came out of Sam, Brother Obi. When I left, I looked over to my left shoulder. Right. Going to the truck. Then I looked over my right shoulder. And then I took a few more steps straight. And then I looked again, Jen. I'm going to make sure ain't nobody follow me. You can follow me if you want to. Okay. Amen. Amen. But when we meet up, somebody going to be running. Okay. Amen. Amen. So we're living in perilous times. And so here, where he said, for, the, for this know also that, that, that in the last day, perilous times shall come. In verse number two, the real reason for men shall be lovers of themselves. Men so stuck on themselves now, they don't care about women. They, they into themselves. Men shall be lovers of themselves. They're going to be covetous, boasters. Proud, blasphemer, they disobedient to their parents, they are unthankful to God, they just unholy. And verse number three says, and without natural affection. This is a real reason why they are leaving church and don't want to attend. They are they're they're, they're disobedient, hard-headed, without natural affection, shoes breaker. False accuser, incontinent, fears, despisers of those that are good. They just don't like good folks no more. This is the real reason why they don't want to attend church. Not, not because of the preacher, not because of the member. They can't connect. Well, the real reason is they're just full of the devil. Can y'all say amen? At the, at the end of the day, when all the smoke and dust has settled, they're just full of the devil. That's why they don't want to come. So he said, they're, they're, they're despising of those that are good. Verse 4 said, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. They don't love God, they love pleasure. Man, we going, we going, we going to the park today. Need to be at church today. This is into pleasure. Where we going, we going, we going ride our, we going, we going ride our boats. We going to go sailing, we, anything. We going to go camping. We going to go hiking. We going to go biking. Just ain't going to go churching. But we going to do worldly things. They into worldly thing, more into God thing. Uh, verse 5 said, having a form of God. Liness, having a form of godliness, uh, but they're denying the power thereof. And then he goes on saying, from such turn away. And God encourages us, advises us, these people like this, with this kind of mindset, you and I, we need to get away from them. Can you say amen? Because they'll mess up what you got. What you got going on, they'll mess it up. So he said, from this kind of folk, withdraw yourself. Get away from them. Amen? amen. That's what the Lord said. 
get away from them. What is the real reason why they are leaving the church? All right, I got two more scriptures I want to share to you. I'm gonna, I want to show you what God said the real reason is. Turn with me back to the book of St. John. We come back to Timothy, but look at the word in St. John, the third chapter. Jesus know what was going on. Oh, the G, they can make up all kind of excuses. They can't connect. They said put it on the preacher. They put it on the church member. They put it on this right here. Uh, I don't like their moral standard. But I'm going to show you the real reason why they are not attending church is because of what Jesus said in his word. Look at St. John, the third chapter and verse number 19. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. This is the problem right here. Light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. The real reason is not that they can't connect. The real reason is they need to be born again. Can y'all say amen? This is the real reason. You need a good dose of Jesus in your life. That's what they need. They need the Lord. That's the real reason. He said, for, for light has come into the world. See, and they don't like the light. The world do not like the light. Don't shine the light on what I'm doing. I don't want nobody to know what I'm doing. They hate light. See, the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, this is light. This is light. It shows up everything. Light has come into the world. And that men and women and boys and girls, they love darkness. Cover us up. Don't want nobody to see what I'm doing. Men love darkness rather than light because, there it is, there it is. Y'all see it. Because, somebody said because, because. their deeds, what they're doing is evil. Them rascals want to cut up. That's all. That's why they don't want to come to church. They want to do their thing. It's not because of the pastor. And in some cases, it could be. In some cases, it might be some members that, that's uh, unruly or just, just worrisome or whatever the case might be. Of course, you're going to have hypocritical people. Yeah, there are going to be some judgmental people. And there are going to be some people that you can't connect to. But overall, you don't leave God because of this. You, 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 you go where you can find God. If there's confusion over here, go where there is no confusion. Amen. Go where you can uh, get some, get what you need from God. And so, because their deeds are evil. Why? What's the real reason, Lord? My last scripture, and then I'm going to let you go. Back to the book of Timothy. Timothy, the first chapter. We went to second Timothy, but Timothy, the first chapter. Here is the real reason. We're getting on down to the real nitty-gritty here now, y'all. The real What's the real reason why Gen Z and the Millennium have a problem with connecting to the church? Connecting to God. In first Timothy, fourth chapter, verse number one, it says it all. Now the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, speaking expressly, that means very loud, the Holy Spirit speaking loud, that in the latter time, that's the last day we're living in, some shall depart from the faith. This is the real reason. And notice what, reason why they're leaving. Why, why, why the young people are leaving the churches in groves? Here it is. Giving heed, somebody said giving heed, to seducing spirits. That's it right there. This is the real reason why they're, they're leaving the church and grow. You've been in church all your life, raised in the church, grew up, now you're a teenager. Why are Gen Z leaving the church? Because the Bible said right here in the latter time, the Holy Spirit has said real loud that in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith. 
they're going to leave the church. And they're giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. There it is. Yeah. This is the reason why they're leaving. Giving heed to seducing spirits. You have to be careful. Don't let the spirit, the devil, seduce you. Don't let the devil change your mind. Don't let the devil put doubt in your mind about God. Don't let the devil put doubt in your mind about the peace of God. I don't listen to seducing spirit. Matter of fact, I don't listen to the devil at all. Can y'all say amen up in here? Don't listen to him. Somebody said, he been whistling in my ear. Talk all you want to talk. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not paying you no attention, devil. Amen. What, 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 what did Jesus say? Tell the devil. He said, get down behind me, Satan. Now we got, we got to put the devil where he belongs. He belongs behind us, and he belongs under our feet. Can y'all say amen up in here? He belongs behind me, and he belongs under my feet. And so the Bible said in the last day that some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing Seducing. You used to not think like that. Who been talking to you? Last month you wasn't that way. Last month you loved the Lord. Last month you was on fire. Who been talking to you? Who been whispering to your ear? You remember when Adam and Eve was in the garden? They were holy. They were good. They were doing just fine. Didn't have no clothes on. Naked. Didn't know it. But, but, but one day the devil came and he whispered in Eve's ear. And he told her something. And, and, and she, she, she listened to him, and she partook of the fruit, and she went told her husband, Adam, come let me show you something. And Adam partook of the fruit. And lo and behold, the Lord Jesus, God came in the garden, the Bible said, in the cool of the evening, cool of the day. And the Lord looked over there at Adam and said, Adam, what is it that thou hast done? See, you wasn't that the way. People, sometimes people... They'll change on you. Before they, before they change on you, you need to ask yourself a question. What happened to them? She was doing just fine. She was coming to church. She was smiling. She looked like she was happy. But all of a sudden, man, you went home and looked like it just was like a, a 380. Just turned completely around. And sometimes folk in life, folk would change up on you like that. You wouldn't like that. We were getting along just fine. All of a sudden, something just came in and just changed everything. Yeah. Won't folk change on you? You ever had anybody change on you like that? Yeah. You know anybody like that? Yeah. Sister Jones, you know anybody like that? They just change on you. You leave, you leave home in the morning, everything all right, come back home, and it's just totally different. What happened? The devil came up in there. Amen, somebody, and planted that seed in somebody's mind. Amen, change your heart. And this is what happened to Judas when he betrayed the Lord. Judah wasn't always like that. The Bible said the devil entered into his heart. And when that devil got in his heart, he, Judas went and got them men and brought them up there, and they captured Jesus and took him on down there to the judgment hall. But he wasn't like that from the beginning. People would change on you. And, and the reason why they change because they're here it is. They're listening to seducing spirit. Don't let the devil talk to you. Don't let him speak to your mind. Don't listen to him. Seducing spirit. And the other part is doctrine of the devil. Somebody said doctrine of the devil. Don't you know now what happened to a lot of our Gen Z children and a lot of our millennium children is doctrine. Doctrine of the devil. Doctrine is nothing but teaching. When they go to school, they are indoctrination now. They're indoctrinating our children. They start in the in, in the in in high school. 
Sometimes they may even start in preschool. But in high school, they start indoctrinating our children with all this crazy teaching, all this crazy notion. They ain't teaching them ABC. They're not teaching them uh, how to read and write and arithmetic. No, they're teaching them all this crazy, weird stuff. Just crazy, weird stuff. Well, you might be, you might be a man trapped in a woman's body. What? <laughs> you might be a woman trapped in a, uh, in a man. You, you just need to escape it, and I can help you find yourself. Man, I already found myself. Ain't nothing else to discover. Amen, somebody? Amen. And so they're, they're indoctrinating our children. And so when we send them to school to get educated so they can come out and find a job, they, 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 they got some education, and they got all the other crazy indoctrination that the professor has too. That's right. The professor going to give them their thoughts, their views, their values, and everything else. And listen, Mom, their thoughts and views and values are not yours. They're not the values that you grew up with your grandparents. Not your grandparents. Amen. Amen. And so, 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 so uh, why the real reason the Gen Z are leaving God? Because they're being indoctrinated in school. You think these professors are not talking to your kids? You send them to school, they come back home thinking another way. They come back another way. They're being indoctrinated. And so, this is what the Bible said right here. So the spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirit and doctrines of devil. The devil is after your children. The devil is after all of our children. The devil is after you. Can you say amen, somebody? Not only he wants your children, he wants you. Amen. So the real reason people are leaving the church because they've been teaching, they're, they're listening to the doctrine of the devil. I do not listen to the devil's teaching. I don't listen to the devil's theory. I listen to what God said. I listen to what God said in his word. And we're getting to a point now, people, they just don't believe. They just point blank, don't believe in the Bible. A lot of them don't, don't take the Bible for face value. Well, I don't believe, one man said, I don't believe everything in the Bible. You don't believe everything in the Bible? Well, how are you going to go to heaven if you don't believe everything in the Bible? You just believe some things. There are folks to tell you, yeah, I don't believe everything in the Bible. Everything that God said in this word is true, y'all. It wouldn't be in there if God didn't want us to believe it. If God said it, I believe it. Amen. And you'll never get to heaven. you never go to glory any other way. I believe everything that God said. The doctrine of the devil. Here's a good doctrine of the devil. I was listening to one the other day. We got all these religions. We got the Jews. We got the Muslim. We got the Muhammad. We got, we got the Catholic. We got all these religions. And then, and then, and somebody said, and somebody said, there, there, there's more than one way to go to heaven. That's, that's the doctrine of the devil. When Jesus said, I am the way. The truth and the light. No man coming to the Father but by me. You tell me I can get there some other kind of way. And Jesus said, if any man come up in a kind of way, he's a thief and he's a robber. I don't believe that the Muhammad is the way to go. I believe Jesus is the way to heaven. Can y'all say amen? I believe Jesus is the way. He said I am the way, the truth, and the light. That's what he said. Now the doctrine of the devil said, there's more ways to go to heaven. You, you can serve Buddha all you want to. I don't believe Buddha can get you there. I just don't believe that. But there, there are preachers, pastors that believe 
that there, there's other ways to get to heaven than, than outside of Jesus. That's doctrine of the devil. So we live in a day and time that there's so much devil doctrine out there, so much devil teaching out there, people don't know hardly what to believe, and, and, and they're leaning more toward the teaching of the devil. The devil got teachers now. Don't y'all think he don't? He got these folks in places. And so he said they're, 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 they're giving heed to seducing spirit and doctrines of the devil. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience sealed with a hard iron. And, and, and nothing, their conscience is sealed. Now, we're living in a day and time where the devil has their conscience sealed. No matter what you say about God and what you say in God's word, their conscience is so sealed, it don't mean nothing to them. It don't faze them. You mean tell me God will not allow, uh, 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 you, you, let me tell you, the Bible speaks about drunk and drunkenness and being drunk. Do, do you think, yeah, God love everybody, but do you think that God will allow a drunkard, an alcoholic to go to heaven? Well, he's good. God is so good. I believe a drunkard could go to heaven. What are he going to do, be up there swinging on the pretty gates? What are you going to be doing up there? He's a drunkard. No, God said in his word. He said what he said in his word. And God's word, he mean what he said. That there will be no drunks in heaven. There will be no prostitutes in heaven. There will be no whores in heaven. Everybody in heaven will be redeemed. Can y'all say amen? amen? Those kind of people won't go there. They are down here, but they won't go there. And so we can't compromise the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, somebody? And say, well, God love them. I believe they'll be there. Who am I? They're not going. Go by what the word says. So that's why many times people say, I don't believe everything in that Bible. I don't believe everything in that Bible. No. And this is why people are leaving. But look, Jesus said in his word, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. They proceed out the mouth of God. We got to go by the word, y'all. That's all we got. I can't go by man's mouth. I got to go by what God said. Amen. Am I making sense up in here? This is the real reason why Gen Z and Generation 4, this is the reason why they have a problem with the church today. Because it don't fit their, it don't fit their uh, uh, livelihood. It don't fit their standard. They, they don't want this. It don't, it, it's not what I want to hear. It's not what I want to do. It don't fit their livelihood. But look, the, the, the Bible, we got to understand, the Bible is holy. God is holy. God is real. God is righteous. And, and, and the gospel of Jesus Christ is not tailored to no individual. Can y'all say amen up here? The gospel is not tailored to me. It's not tailored to you. It's not tailored to anybody. One man put it this way. He said, this is not McDonald. You can't have it your way. Who is it? No, that's Burger King, right? Yeah, that Burger King said you can't have it your way. Yeah, so this, this is not Burger King. So it's not really tailored to me. If, if I want the things of God, I have to receive the things of God uh, the way God said I can receive them. I, you, just, you just can't walk up in here. You just can't walk up in God's house. And you just can't walk up in God's heaven. You hey you having a party? I'm having you having a bir birthday party. Uh, uh, so it's Janet for your mother. Uh, you you she having a her, 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 a, a great birthday party. She Lord bless her get this age. We just gonna have a party. Invite all your family folks and everybody. You know and, and and everybody come to the party. They supposed to be invited, right? 
Folks just can't walk off and see what they doing over there. Man, they having a party. Let's go over there and check it out. You just can't walk up in here. We don't know you. You're not part of the family. You just can't come up in here. And that's the way, that's the, way the world is. They think they just going to walk up in God's house, walk up in God's heaven. They just going to heaven anyhow. Any kind of way. I'm, I'm going to heaven. You can't judge me. The church is judgmental. The hypocrite. I'm, I'm going to heaven. You can't say I'm going to heaven. I love God. If you love God, you line up with what God said in his word. Amen. If you love God, you're going to be doing what God said in his word. I, I'm going to heaven. I love God just like you. You, I might drink a little bit, but I, I love God. You, you liar. You liar. They don't go together. Amen. Am I, am I making sense of that? It don't go together. If you love God, you're not going to be a drunk. I mean, you may be, if you be one, God going to help you. He going to help you with that. He going to get you out of that because that's not his way. You, you, you may be a, 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 a alcoholic. You may be a prostitute. You may be a, a whatever. The Bible says such was some of you. We all were strung out there something. But, but, but thank God when we met Jesus, we didn't stay that way. But see, what the world wants and what the, this, the generation and lifestyle now, they want you, you can meet Jesus and stay that way. When Jesus met the woman at the well who were caught in adultery, well, I know God is good. He's good. He's merciful. But you know what? They want to stone that woman. But the Lord, he wrote on the ground. He's right down on the ground. And when he got through writing, he stood up. And all them folks had their rocks and they stoned. They really hit upside the head because she was caught in adultery. And the Lord said, I tell you what. He that is without sin, who he that ain't never done nothing wrong, he that ain't never committed a dudgeon, ain't never cheated, I want you to throw the first rock. You be the first one to throw the stone. And when the Lord looked up, all them rascals had slipped off. They were gone. And Jesus said, where they at? They all gone because every one of them rascals had committed a dudgeon and they done done something wrong. They were guilty themselves of what they were trying to do to the woman. See what I'm saying? So we all, we all have done wrong, but the, but the Lord, God is merciful, and he's a God of a second chance. But now, they all gone, because they probably slept with it themselves. <laughs> that one man said, they wanted to stone, but they probably had her too. And they probably got mad because she was with somebody else, now they really stoned her. But anyway, long story short, <laughs> they were all gone, and Jesus looked at the woman, and Jesus said, where are thine accusers? And she said, there aren't any, Lord. And the Lord said, neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. Now, when you meet the Lord, he ain't going to just cast you away. He ain't going to beat you down. He's going to say, all right, go on, my child. Just don't do this no more. So whatever it is, God said, go, just don't do it no more. Somebody said, go and don't do it no more. Because the world wants it. What the world said is, is just keep on doing it. I'm going to heaven. The Lord said, well, just, just go. I'm going to let you go now, but don't do it no more. Don't do it no more, Parker. Don't do it no more, y'all. Don't do it no more. Somebody, I ain't going to do it no more. So remind me of my, my, my brother-in-law. We were coming up out of, uh, out, of, out of the country, out there, out of Arlington. Went out there and see them country folk. And on the way back, old sheriff, state trooper, pulled him over, caught him, put that light on him. And came up there and said, man, give him a ticket. State trooper talked to him. He said, you know what I pulled you over for? Oh, yes, sir. I, I think I was going a little fast. State trooper talked to him and said, well, I tell you what. If I let you go, what you going to do? My brother-in-law said, well, sir, if you let me go, you won't catch me no more. <laughs> Amen, somebody? <laughs> he said, all right, get on out of here. And you won't catch me no more. And that's all the Lord said. 
God caught some of us, and all the Lord is saying, don't let me catch you no more. He'll let you go, but don't let me catch you no more. And my brother-in-law said, he'll never catch me again. Now, I come down through the next time, I'm going to be slowing down. And say, so that's all the Lord saying to all of us in our lives. Slow down. Slow down. I'm going to let you go. But don't catch me. Don't let me catch you no more. And so that's not being judged, man. And so we listen to the doctrine of devils. He says, uh, this is a real reason because they're giving heed to, to, to the doctrine of the devils. They're being seduced. Don't let the devil fool you, y'all. Don't let him do it. This is the real reason. They hide behind uh, the real reason. The real reason is they don't want God. They don't want to do right. They want to do their own thing. But I thank God for uh, uh, redeemed people. I thank God for mine that want to serve him in these last and evil days. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the devil make you. They want to, they want to put a guilt trip on the church. Oh, oh, the church, they so judgmental. They just hypocriticals and they this right here. Uh, don't let the devil judge you or make you feel guilty to the point that you just overlook their faults and overlook their sin. Okay, y'all, all right, come on in, come on. We ain't going to say nothing about nothing because we did it too. Come on in. Yeah, we did do it too. But we've been delivered. We've been saved. We've been sanctified. We've been set free. Can you say amen up in here? Amen. amen. Put guilt trips on the church. Put handcuffs on people, on God's people. You be careful. Folks put handcuffs on you, Jackie. When they put them handcuffs on you, you can't say nothing about nothing. Now, don't you say nothing because you did it too. Yeah, I did, but I ain't doing it no more. Somebody said, I've been delivered. I thank God I've been set free. I've been born again. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord up in here. And so we have to pray for God's people. Look, God got away and God going to raise him up with people. He'll raise him up a set of people that are going to love him. God will raise him up. Folk that don't want to give their life to him. All those that don't want God, they're going to wish for him one day. But I think God one day, God found you. I think God one day, he found me. He said, I'll raise me up a nation that will obey the Lord. Amen. And God is raising us up right now. God got some folks that love him. Amen, somebody? Amen. God has some people, and there's some more out there. We got to find them. They coming. God has a set of people that love him. He'll raise them up a nation that will obey. That's what the word said. He'll raise them up a nation that will obey. And I thank God he's raising it up now. Everybody ain't going to go with the world. Everybody ain't going to be crazy like the world. Let the world do what they want to do. But I just thank God for the people of God. We sing a song, uh, I'll take Jesus for mine. You can have this whole wide world, but I'll take Jesus for mine. Give the Lord a hand and pray something. These gin people, we praying for them that the love of God will come into their hearts. It's our job to try to draw them back to Christ. The Bible said that was the job of John the Baptist to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers and the hearts of the father to the children and the hearts of all of us that we all be turned back to God. That's our job. We can't give up on them. Don't give up on Gen Z. Don't give up on the millennium. Don't give up on anybody. But our job is as ambassadors of Christ. We got to go out here. We are, we are ambassadors to Christ. We are a spokesman for him. Our job is to go out and witness and talk to our family and try to turn them around and point them in the right direction 
of Jesus Christ. God, God bless you. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm done. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Jackie if you come and give us our announcement. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.